Hello! Welcome to Writing Off the Deep End. So I'm Mary Thaler. And I'm Jeffrey Edwards. And today we're going to talk about illustrations and artwork in our writing practice. Right, so a, a little bit off the beaten track for writers because I, I, I don't know how many writers actually illustrate their own work, but... Uh, well, and actually I can't speak for you, but I will say before we even start that I have uh, no formal training in the visual neither. arts. Me neither. In fact, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna... I thought it was beyond the pale, beyond reach, mm -hmm. until you started to sort of say, I showed you something that I did, yeah. and you sort of said, well, you could do more of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's great about being in the arts and literature, that you can, there's, there's so much to explore, and this turned out to be a whole new world that right. sort of opened. And you've been doing it for a while, so how did you yeah. start doing illustrations? So what happened was, I had an idea for a story, and it turned out it really, really needed to be a comic. And I didn't know any, I didn't have any artist friends that I could persuade to draw it for me. So I started doing it myself. Because for my science fiction, mm -hmm. it's so um, sort of over the top in some ways yeah. that I've often felt that it needs a kind of illustration component to mm -hmm. help people make sense out of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and I relied up until now on, you know, real artists as opposed yeah. to my own <laughs> ideas. Or, commissioned uh, somebody. Or... So I actually commissioned people mm -hmm. to do, uh, for instance, with an eye on cover art, yeah. uh, to do uh, a few things. That And some of that's been very nice. But I always thought that my drawing wasn't very interesting, uh, or wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. um, Although, and I have tried to do uh, Bandesne or comic book kinds yeah. of things before, um, and then I sort of realized that maybe it didn't really matter whether the art was really, you know, clever, yeah. well put together, if, if, if it portrays something interesting, mm -hmm. and it's the structure of the story and the way the the illustrations go to, uh, the the visuals go together to tell the story that is interesting and not so much the quality of the art per se mm -hmm. and that sort of started to shift my ideas about yeah. whether I should do this or not it's funny you you put it like that because uh my advice for new writers and and what i really deeply believe is important about writing is just giving yourself permission to do it so another thing um, I can draw freehand, but I'm not, um, again, I, I'm not very happy, uh, it depends on what I do, but it's, it's, it takes many tries for me to draw freehand and get something I like. Mm -hmm. um, but while I was doing fashion design, and yeah. I still do fashion design, I discovered that so most fashion designers will draw uh, an image of what they're planning to do yeah. and then they'll turn it into the garment but I didn't operate that way at all I I learned to manipulate patterns directly yeah. without going through the image mm -hmm. and and by trial and error develop my garments through pattern manipulation that's interesting and I did so using Photoshop or different tools uh, to do that and so and and so I realized that you didn't have to go the route that everybody else went, if mm -hmm. you could find a way that makes things work. Mm -hmm. And so for drawing, instead of freehand drawing, mm 
Yeah. I find images, photographs on the net that have elements of what I want. Yeah. And then I use that as a kind of a backdrop. Mm -hmm. And then I redraw over the top. Yeah. So I include some of the elements of the backdrop. And then I invent or other mm -hmm. things to, to... And that seems to work as, a, yeah. as an approach. And you work on your tablet. I, I do. I, I, I do. I've done watercolors in the past. Mm -hmm. and, and I've done freehand sketching in, mm -hmm. in sketchbooks. Yeah. Um, but I like the the iPad as a tool, and I find that um, uh, with a really good software that so I have this really good software that imitates watercolors. Yeah. And uh, so I find that gives me a huge flexibility to do interesting illustrations, and so yeah. um, I actually use two different um, drawing applications on the iPad. One which is a more straightforward standard one, and then. Mm -hmm. And then the watercolor one, which I combined to, to get effects. Cool. Yeah, maybe we could start mm -hmm. looking at some. Um, so this is the first one that I did. I'll, I'll show. We'll show it to you in a. Uh, so it's a it's a an image taken from one of my so uh, novels that I wrote in the three day novel contest. We mm -hmm. talked about at one point. Um, so it's a future Montreal. So this is a, a, an image taken from mm -hmm. Saint Denis Street in Montreal, yeah. which I have redrawn over the top to make it future, run down, everything's mm -hmm. in ruins, and then my main character, who's this unusual character, is walking down the the street, and so yeah. and it's done in a kind of stylized way, so uh, with a lot of color, right? Yeah. So that's uh, it's it's maybe not the, the best painting in the world but it is it illustrates something about the atmosphere I think of the opening of the yeah. book the color palette the the feel of of that the, the sensations that right. the characters are having in that scene right in the book uh, and then I did another one uh, recently um, which so in my one of my books science fiction books um, I talk about Jonas, which are mm -hmm. a, a, a kind of, well, they're a descendant of the sperm whale yeah. that navigates between stars as a kind of of um, co-adapted species working with humans, but yeah. who transports the humans. A living spacecraft. A living spacecraft. Yeah. So I developed a, a, an image of a Jonah, <laughs> uh, which is a sperm whale in this space. Is, I adore this part of your novel. That, uh, <laughs> I, I want a whale spacecraft for myself. <laughs> so again, it, it's, not, it's, it's not bad for giving this sense of the space and mm -hmm. the sperm whales um, like the modern ones feed off, they don't feed off plankton because there are no plankton, but they feed off nebula, the mm -hmm. gases in nebulas. Mm -hmm. And so um, I put a nebula into the image mm -hmm. so that you can see that they're near to, to, uh, to yeah. their feeding spaces. And so, uh, so it's, it, so it's a first attempts to look at, at um, illustrating different parts of the so support. tell me a little bit about your... <laughs> well, let's see. So what I have here are actually, we call them zines. And if, if some of you might be familiar with that word, but if you're not, a zine is a small self-published book. Uh, and, and when I say self-published, I really mean I went down to the library and I ran it off on the photocopier. And then I stitched the binding on my, on my sewing machine at home. But 
when we make zines, we get to participate in this wonderful zine culture. There are people who make zines and organize fairs, and you go and you swap zines and you mail your zines to your friends. So for me as well, stepping into this world of, of visual storytelling allowed me to step into this wonderful uh, writing. Yeah, yeah, a community that I hadn't known before. So we started with this one. I thought it would be cute to do it quarter size. So what's it called? To the people I loved who didn't feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I mean, there are now copies of this out loose in the world. There are probably people who are in it who don't know because my drawing isn't good enough for them to recognize themselves. So this is hand-drawn with a pencil. Exactly. Right? I, I drew it with pencil. I drew lots of drafts. Then I did a, a good clean copy and I inked it. And then I scanned it and, and printed it. It's very analog technology. A few years later, I went through uh, an interesting experience where I was living in the Callaway and I didn't have a place to live. I didn't so have... the far north we're talking about. Right. Iqaluit is the capital of Canada's uh, Arctic one of Canada's Arctic. So it's a small town, uh, it's a very cold town, and it is a town with a severe housing shortage. And while I lived there, I actually didn't have any place to stay. And so I would, uh, I to have a place to stay, I would take care of people's pets while they were on holiday, and in exchange be allowed to stay in their apartment. And so I, I was, I was adjacent, I think, to an experience of homelessness, which is a, a widespread problem, shockingly, in the Arctic. And and having gone through that, uh, I knew that it was something important and something rather hidden. And and I wanted to write a piece about it, but I don't write prose nonfiction essays. And so what came out was my second zine, uh, Pet Sitting in a Calloway. And it was the story of my four months that I spent without a home in a Calloway. So it, it, it really did free me to do new things that I'd never done before. Uh, this has made me think of, um, and I, I know it's something that I'm obsessed with, but setting. Setting is something that we uh, have to tackle in prose and in uh, visual forms, but we do it slightly different. But I think there are a lot of similarities, and I think it's very telling that the first picture you showed me, you said, this is Montreal, it's a future Montreal, and we ended up talking about setting. And that's something that visually you can do uh, a lot of interest with, because the mind perceives it in an instant, instead of having to read a paragraph of description. Yeah. I think maybe we've Wrap it up. wrapped it around for this time, and maybe come back to it somewhat later when we both have a little bit more uh, th experiences. We'll give you updates on our <laughs> artist portfolios. <laughs> Coming up for our next episode uh, is uh, something that relates to Jeffrey and my specific experience. Uh, as you might have known if you've been watching these episodes, we live in a French-speaking city, although we both uh, write a lot in English. English is our first language mm -hmm. but, and French is our second. Uh, but it's hard to live in a French city and not feel pulled to write at least partly in French. So don't forget to click on the button at the bottom uh, to if you like this series and would like to subscribe to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you.